All right, so there's a documentary on HBO and it just wrapped up, um, I think this last weekend, maybe, I don't know, maybe earlier than that, I'm in Taiwan, so. Um, anyways, the documentary is on the whole QAnon conspiracy theory and the goal of the, the filmmaker, and it's, it's a really good documentary, I, I recommend that you watch it. It's tracing the origins of the conspiracy theory and trying to figure out who Q is. Q being the the anonymous poster that's supposedly some someone in the inner circle of the Trump administration or, or someone that works for military intelligence or whatever. Um, and I, I think the filmmaker does a pretty effective job of laying a pretty credible uh, circumstantial evidence trail for, you know, who he theorizes Q is, which he theorizes that Q is, is this person, Ron Watkins, which was the, I think the administrator of HN. Kind of a, kind of a weird dude. Um, you know, kind of reminds me of, uh, <laughs> one of those incel types, you know, <laughs> it's like one of these guys who is desperate for attention and thinks they're maybe smarter than they really are. And, um, anyways, it's a very interesting documentary, but one of the things that got me to thinking about it is number one. How are people falling for this shit, right? Because Q would make predictions. Now, oftentimes these predictions are amb ambiguous, right? Which helps helps the validity, the so-called validity of these prognostications. If you can make them ambiguous enough, then, you know, it becomes a one-size-fits-all, right? You can, you know, you may have the intent of making a prediction about one thing, but if you make it ambiguous enough, it could apply to something else that actually turns out to be accurate, right? And so that's one of the, like, it's, it's clearly, you know, Q is clearly a fraud and a charlatan. And it just makes you wonder, how fucking stupid and pathetic do you have to be to believe this shit? But then it got me thinking, like, well... This is sort of the same argument that I make with people of faith, right? And <laughs> not that, uh, how should I put this? Not that people of faith and conspiracy theorists are the same exactly, but you know, you can create a Venn diagram of these motherfuckers and there's going to be a pretty large intersection because what's the purpose for a conspiracy theory and what's the purpose of a religion theocracy, right? Well, the purpose is to make sense of reality, what's going on around them. You know, 
and not only that, but you, it becomes tribalistic, right? Like religions, the theocracies or theism, um, by definition, you're sort of creating a tribalistic, uh, insular mindset. Right, you're not just trying to make sense of the world around you, but you're also trying to elevate yourself and maybe your, your tribe, your group, whatever you want to call it. And I mean, that to me is the very definition of theism, which is distinct from deism. And conspiracy theorists do that. They do the same thing, right? But for them, instead of being the chosen or the saved or the faithful or whatever you want to call it, they'll fall into, you know, they'll call themselves patriots or true Americans or whatever you want to say, right? I mean, it's the same, it's the same mentality. It's the same mindset. And they do the same things, right? They, they both create this mythology around these central figures. Um, you know, they both have their prophets and they, they both develop cults of personality. I mean, it's, it's striking how similar they are. And, you know, in, in a way I can, I can sort of sympathize with them because what they're ultimately trying to do is understand why is life so difficult and such a struggle? Why is there so much suffering, right? And for a conspiracy theorist, it would be because there's a cabal of, you know, left-wing, Satan-worshipping, pedophile cannibals, right? <laughs> That's why there's so much suffering in the world. Um, you know, in, in religious terms, it's because there's this uh, evil character that's, you know, sort of the, the opposite of, of the creator that's trying to, um, you know, that's trying to lead people astray and contaminate our minds and turn us to sin or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, right? And so, um, It's like people on either camp don't want to realize that it's really not that complicated, right? There's no grand conspiracy. There, there is no cosmic struggle between light and dark, right? No supernatural entities that are at war with each other. It's simply, I don't know, blame it on evolution blame it on our animalistic urges and instincts, but human beings have a primal desire to dominate one another. And if you're in a position of power, you're probably gonna abuse that power for your own selfish ends, right? And I think that probably goes back to our distant past. We're, we're highly evolved primates and people sometimes forget that. You know, we're 
biological machines and our genetic code is is like a, um, a set of instructions right on how our bodies develop but also how we respond and how we think and what we do to certain situations and you know the great struggle for us is to transcend those primal basic evolutionary urges to become more civilized and to see that it's actually in our best interest individually and collectively to do that right there is no savior <laughs> there is no you know Donald Trump is not a savior first of all he doesn't he doesn't fit the definition of the word in any fashion or form but there is no savior in you know the mythology mythologizing of Jesus Christ or or Muhammad or any of these other characters you know in theism either it's true that life is a struggle and the solution to that is in our own hands no one's going to save us no one's going to make this world a better place if we don't do it ourselves and i think understanding that is step number one step number two stop fucking demonizing each other you know just because you've got these superficial differences between people <laughs> look this is one world that we live on you know one of the things that that frustrates me is how you've got people in the right-wing fringe that talk about the one world order and how we're headed towards a global uh, one world government well we're not <laughs> right but if we were would that necessarily be a bad thing uh, because we do live on one planet you know and as our populations get larger and larger and technology advance, advances further and further, it becomes smaller and smaller, right? And if anything, one of the things that we should get from the COVID pandemic is how intertwined this, the countries on this planet really are. You know, you can't say anymore, and it's probably been a long time since you could say this, that what happens in one part of the world doesn't affect the others, right? Um, you know, political, economic, and military policies in the Middle East, well, they sure as hell came home to roost in September 11, 2001, didn't they? Right? You know, however the pandemic started in Wuhan, we certainly felt the effects in the U.S., didn't we? I mean, it, we're, we're no longer 
and we'll never get to, we'll never get back to that place where we can insulate ourselves and cut ourselves off from society, other countries. That's just not, that's not going to happen. That's not realistic. And, you know, particularly as since the advent of the Industrial Revolution, even if we could militarily and economically and politically cut ourselves off from the rest of the world, well, <laughs> pollution, the effects of um, global warming, that's not something that's going to be relegated to every, to the rest of the world and, and leave the U.S. alone. No, we're in the same planet. <laughs> it's like... That's just, um, it's wishful thinking. And so, you know, for me, what I really got out of the documentary was how susceptible Americans are, and not just Americans, but particular, in particular Americans, are to conspiracy theories. I think there's a variety of reasons for that, and I think that one of the reasons, a big reason, is the poor state of education in America. You know, this emphasis towards testing. Um, you know, I'm not saying that tests don't have a place in education, but if that's your sole emphasis or the majority of your emphasis, I think that's a mistake, right? I mean, teaching people how to think, how to think critically, how to digest and process and parse information. You know, portable skills that transcend any particular subject, that's gotta be our priority. And I mean, you can see it. I've seen, you know, videos. There's a YouTuber, David Pakman. He showed an interview uh, with, a, with a Trumpist. And just the lack of, the lack, the lack of skepticism on her part for her own views, right? Um, she's got plenty of skepticism for views that she doesn't agree with, right? She's got no problem with, with being skeptical then. But if it's information that aligns with her ideology, there's no skepticism at all. It's just, you know, whatever outlandish bullshit affirms her ideology and her biases and her worldview, it comes right in, unfiltered, right? And that's, that's terrible. That's, <laughs> that's not the way to be. You know, just because we agree with something doesn't mean we should just, you know, surrender our critical thinking faculties. We should be skeptical of all information. You know, uh, think about it, really. There was an interview that uh, Joe Rogan did with, uh, who's that congressperson? He's from, I think he's from Texas. He's got an eye patch. I think he was in the military. Um, damn, what was his name? I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. But, and, I, and I've seen interviews with this guy before. He's pretty slick, right? Um, I, I, think, I think David Pakman has a video on this, actually. And... Well, I know he does. I don't think he does. I know he does. I watched it. There's no other way to say it. Joe Rogan got steamrolled. 
by this guy. This guy. I mean, you know, this guy was saying that outcomes. There's no difference in outcomes between people that have uh, insurance and people who don't. <laughs> what? Um, okay, because I have friends that before Obamacare, I knew people that had actually died because they couldn't get medical treatment. They couldn't get insured because they had cancer. And they fucking died. And this motherfucker is getting up there saying, oh, there's no, no, there's no, there's no difference in outcomes. And uh, the the YouTuber I'm talking about, David Pakman, he's he's got a great channel. It's really good. He goes through the the study that he's talking about, and this was I think this was in 2013, and it was a limited study that I mean the metrics they used to make that claim were incredibly flimsy and superficial and limited, as you could probably imagine, right? Um, and they only followed people for like two years, right? I mean, between those two things, I mean, it just, it's just not a credible conclusion that you can make. And, oh, Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw is the name of the uh, congressperson. He's a rep, I think, from Texas. He should know better. You know, I, I don't know whether he actually read that um, that medical journal article or whether it just got picked up by some right-wing idiot that he's, you know, echoing. But he should know better, man. Come on, you know. But even if you don't, your bullshit meter should be going off when you hear that, right? And that should motivate you to check and say, is that, is that true? Because it doesn't sound true. Let me check that. Let me verify that, that information. But that's just it. Dan, people like Dan Crenshaw, he doesn't give a fuck about the truth. Right? He doesn't care. It's all about validating his, his political ideology. And he knows that there's a lot of supporters out there that will just take what he's saying uncritically without skepticism and you know for them for those people it's the gospel right like you know and again I, I hate to say it there's a very thin line there well though maybe there is no line between people that are prone to propaganda and people of faith, right? Because both, in both cases, you're not really providing evidence. And in both cases, the people aren't really doing any independent work to verify the information, right? So, Anyways, it's a good documentary. Check it out.